welcome to another episode of the greenhouse effect i am your host lester green and boy oh boy do we have a surprise for you this man is an everyday man he does it all he knows everybody and he has a wonderful spirit i met him on the set of lola 2 And then it turns out that I actually met him years ago in New York City at the Hip Hop Film Festival. So I'm so glad that we were able to reconnect. Give it up for former world champion boxer, Yaya McLean. Yaya McLean, welcome to the Greenhouse Effect. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate it. It's an honor to be on the show, brother. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I feel like great minds think alike. And when we met on the set of Lola 2, it was like an instant connection. So you're working on Lola 2. Can you talk to us about what your role is and how you found out about the project? Oh, man, it was, uh, you know, somebody from L.A. called me. Uh, okay. One of the people from the PBC boxing people. And... Uh, I don't know if he wants his name mentioned, so I'll just say it like that. Okay. But he um he told me, yeah, that they were coming here to do the movie and uh, asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. And I was like, yeah, sure, of course. He told me, you know, it's a boxing movie, a female boxing movie. And then he told me uh, about the people that knew me that were doing it. So I was like, okay. And then it turns out it was Monica. And yeah. Monica and I haven't seen each other in 20 years, maybe. But we go way back. We've been friends for all that time. I've been friends with her husband. As a matter of fact, I was with her husband for his last pro fight. So i just been knowing them for a long time. So, and then, you know, coming here and being a part of this project, it's just been, it's really been like a, uh, a reunion. I've yes. ran into so many people that I've been knowing for 30 years. Wow. So it, it, it was really a great experience. And then, you know, I got to play a commentator for the big fight. And, you know, I do commentating and ring announcing in real life. You know, I'm a former two-time world champion boxer myself. So anything boxing, I'm in. Yeah. So Lola 2 is being directed by Antoine Allen and produced by Monica Floyd. So I wanted to ask you, you said you and Monica Floyd go way back. Can you talk to us about the importance of maintaining good relationships in this business well you know what i think that more than maintaining a good relationship because sometimes that can be premeditated and fake Mm -hmm. so what i like to believe and the way i try to act is to just always be a great person always be that nice guy that people will remember and man you know like I said, this has been a reunion and for not seeing these people in 30 years and for everyone to have great things to say, to, you know, to be a big smile on their face when they see me, to want to work with me. I mean, it's that's the beauty. And that's yeah. how you maintain relationships. By yes. being the best you. I like that. And even with us, I remember you said, I recognize you from somewhere and we couldn't figure out where. But it turns out that we met in New York City at a festival. 
right, years ago. Hip hop film festival in Harlem. Yeah. And I tell people this all the time. It is a small world. You never know when you might bump into somebody again or when yeah. you might reunite with somebody. So I always try to treat everybody with kindness. So let me ask you this, Mr. McLean. Yaya McLean, is that your real first name? Or is that a That's nickname? my real first name. So in 1992, I became Muslim. I took my shahada. I said, La Muhammadan Rasulullah. And when I said that, that meant that I said, I bear witness, there's no God but Allah, and Prophet Muhammad is his messenger, peace be upon him. So once I took shahada, once I became a Muslim, my name was John McLean initially, but uh, Yahya comes from John the Baptist. And uh, I've, I've read, or I haven't read, but I've heard and I've been looking for the reading that says that it also means the ever living, but it comes from John the Baptist. So when you take on a Muslim name, you want to take on a name that is gonna be something that you can live up to or that you aspire to live up to. Mm. I like it. So, so Yaya is my name. Yaya it is. So and let me actually ask. Pronounced, it's actually pronounced Yahya. 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 Yes, sir. Wow, I love that. <laughs> so you mentioned that you do ring announcement. Yes, sir. How did you get into that? Is that a job that you can just go to school for, or did you just find yourself been, in the right place at the right time? That's exactly how it happened, but it only happened, you know what they say, uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Yes. And so... I've been boxing since I was 10 years old. So I've been in the boxing industry for 43 years. And all my life, I've watched boxing. So I know what ring announcers do. And I started acting in 1993. So I've learned to speak. You know, I, I was never afraid to speak. I always liked to talk. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. I learned to, to do public speaking. And then I learned, of course, with acting, how to, you know, have that presence when speaking yes. and so I was at a fight in Macon and my guy down there Ernest Butts he was promoting the fight and he was doing a lot and he was the promoter and he didn't have a ring announcer so he got in the ring and started trying to do the ring announcing and he had a he was struggling because that's not what he does he's a boxing trainer and a promoter you know what I mean and so I just went up to him. I was like, hey, bruh, you're doing a lot, man. I said, I'll, I'll do the ring announcing for you. You don't have to pay me. I'll just, you know, take take that off you. And he was like, all right, appreciate it. Go ahead. And I just did it. You know, you I ran saw, with it. Yeah. 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 And, and it was fun. And it was well received. People were like, hey, man, great job. You should keep doing that. Yeah. I love that. Let me ask you this. How has boxing influence your acting in other words uh, <laughs> are there parallel lines that you can draw oh yeah well the main thing about boxing is that it gives you confidence so perfect example when i first my first audition now i was i was dating aj johnson at the time and we went to angela bassett's wedding 
And at the wedding, I was standing there with AJ and Michael T. Williams, the one that played Bubba Shrimp. Yeah. And the director of How Stella Got a Groove Back, they were like, hey, are you an actor? <laughs> and before I could say no, they were like, yeah, he's an actor, yeah. I was like, huh? It was like, don't worry, we got you. <laughs> and and so they um that's how I got the audition and so I went to the audition on Sony Studios in in uh, LA and man when I tell you the list looked like a a, a list from the Oscars or something sign in sheet I was like man all these people and I saw G Money coming out when I went in I was like oh god I'm nervous now. I said, oh God, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. And then and then I said, wait a minute, hold on. They may can act, but I bet can't nobody in there beat me. I'll whoop their butt if they try to uh, laugh at me. Because I didn't know the process. I didn't know if I was gonna audition in front of everyone. You know, I was just I was nervous. And so and the confidence the confidence of, of uh knowing that I know how to fight. It's my own mental thing. I know I'm not gonna fight the people, but it's just my own mental thing. That said, skip them. They can't beat me. Right. And I go, I go in there and do my audition, and I got three callbacks for the lead role in How Stella Got a Groove Back. Well, I didn't know that. I love that movie. Is that with Tay Diggs? Yep, that was with Tay Diggs. Wow, look at you. So I wanted to ask you about your project, Casualties of War. Can you talk to us about that? And what are your plans? moving forward with that project possibly expanding it in some shape or form so casualties of war is something that i never signed up for i never once said you know what i want to make a movie about parental alienation and corruption in the family law court system that's not how it happened the way it happened is i was in film school as I was uh, already divorced, and as the time that I was finishing film school is when I really started feeling the uh, the effects from the lies that were placed on me in this battle, in this custody battle, and in, in automatically I was like, "This." Well, I went to court, and they said that I molested my child or had sex or there were some sexual activities exposed in front of my child when those lies were placed on me it broke my heart for one and immediately I was like okay I'm in film school I need to make a movie about this so that the world knows yes and so and so initially I started writing a script but then I as I was doing that I started reaching out on Facebook because I knew that this couldn't, I couldn't be the only person. And I started finding different help groups, father's rights, dads against bad moms, um, you know, all different types of, all different types of groups. Groups. Mm-hmm. And, and they started helping me and they opened their arms to me and they embraced me. And I started traveling the country and I learned so much that I put the feature film down. I said, this is such a serious issue. There are so many fathers that want to be in their child's life that aren't allowed to because of parental alienation and corruption in the family law court system. 
and the family law court system has become a $50 billion a year industry. So I decided to put the feature film down and do something that was documented, backed up with stats. Everything was vetted so that I could present pure facts and try to expose this and raise awareness so that fathers that may be going through this and and mothers, because it happens to some mothers, it's 85% to 15%, but it happens. And so so it could help these people. They because what it did for me, it was it was therapy. Making this film, it was therapy because I was initially going crazy, losing my mind, not being able to talk to my child or see my child for two years at a time. No contact, no phone, no nothing. And so I did the documentary. I traveled the country and I interviewed people from all walks of life. And I did the documentary and uh, it's on Vimeo. It's called Casualties of War, Warriors Against the Regime. And yeah, man, so that's how documentary came about and then you know I put it in a couple festivals and you know because of the topic and because it's against it's I'm not gonna say it's against but it exposes the flaws in the system or the design that is what I really believe it is is a design in this family law court system but the, the, it's corrupt and it's the corruption with the government and so a lot of the festivals didn't want to have the film they didn't want to touch that yeah right but the Harlem, I mean, in Harlem at the Hip Hop Film Festival, it was well received and it won Best Social Justice Film. Wow, congratulations on that. First yeah. of all, that's great that you were able to leap out on faith and produce a project like that because that takes a lot of guts. And so I'm glad that you're doing that. So, do you plan on making a series out of that? What's the end goal? So, the documentary. And first, let me tell you, that documentary took me three years to make. I wrote it, directed it, shot it, edited it, colored it, scored it. I mean, I had a few people help me do a little edits here and there, but for the most part, I did it all. And I had a couple people help me with coloring, but I did the majority of it. Wow. I mean, I, it was a lot of work. I never want to have to do all that again. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> but no, so I, get, I got back to my to my feature film and because of everything that I learned and the fathers because for one fathers are committing suicide now the rate of veterans that commit suicide daily is 22 veterans a day are committing suicide and the rate of of fathers that are committing suicide that are alienated fathers that can't but want to be in their children's lives is increasing every day and I just tell you like this I'm from Jamaica Queens New York it's a rough neighborhood in New York so rough that my father got killed when I was three years old which left my mother alone to raise three boys I'm a veteran of the United States Marine Corps I'm a former two-time world champion boxer I've been in more street fights and shootouts than one could imagine but you can take all of that and put it together and it can't hold a light to what the battle us fathers are losing in the family law court system. And with that being said, and making this documentary, it was kind of hard to watch. So I want to now give hope 
to these alienated parents. So I made a feature, a feature film. I wrote the whole feature film, and then I have a spinoff that is a TV series. And I wrote, well, I'm gonna say we, because I I got my my writing partner Mal, uh, Malik Brooks Bay. He's my writing partner. So we wrote the feature film, and now we did the spinoff to the series, the same name, and it's called the BMA. And this series is already written. We've written the whole first season, ten episodes. Yeah. And so this is about a woman that grew up watching her mother being alienated, and she made a vow at a young age to grow up and fight for father's rights. So this is a it's a lesson. It's gonna raise awareness. It, it got it's a little comedy. It's like a dramedy, and um, it is gonna allow those that are being alienated from their kids a moment to feel happy to see that you know we're getting some type of justice because in this film we're gonna put an end to this corruption. I love that. Wow. That's an incredible story. I feel like you need to write a book at some point in time, Mr. McLean. Seriously. But th- thank you so much for just being a trailblazer for humanity, really. Where can people follow you and stay in touch with you on social media? I'm the voice champ on Instagram and Facebook. I have two pages on Facebook. They're both, one is Yaya McLean and the other one is Yaya McLean Senior. And that's Y-A-H-Y-A. No space between, it's just one word, Yaya all together. Y-A-H-Y-A. Last name McLean, M-C-C-L-A-I-N. Well, Mr. McLean, champion, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for being here. Hey man, I appreciate you having me. And while we're here, if anyone is going through it and they have any doubt, any thoughts of suicide, I just want you to do this real quick. I'm going to do this pledge. And if you're listening, I want you to, and if you're feeling any kind of thoughts of suicide, I want you to raise your right hand right now and put your name in place of my name. We're going to do it. I, Yaya McClain. Then the, now you say it, I, and put your name, and then I could go through this. Okay, so I, Yaya McLean, will never commit suicide. Two more times. I, Yaya McLean, will never commit suicide. I, Yaya McLean, will never commit suicide. And if anyone is having those kind of thoughts, reach out to me and we can talk. Now, on another note, if there are any investors out there, that want to get involved with this project, I would love to hear from you. So, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, brother. You're a smooth operator. Thank you so much for being here, Mr. McLean. I appreciate you, bro. All right, bless you. All right. All right, bro. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Greenhouse Effect. You have now been affected. Peace.